What is going on? Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the CCS Weekly Podcast. My name is Isaiah Babcock, and I'm the College and Singles Minister over here at Cross City Church in Euless, Texas. In this week's episode, I get to hang out and talk with Michael Upchurch, the worship pastor at Cross City North. With the new satellite campus launching in a week, I wanted to sit down with Michael and ask him what this whole process has been like for him, especially with being a new dad. We talk about his unusual journey to becoming a worship leader and about what he hopes to see God do in 2019. If you're new to our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. We post new episodes every week, and we would love to hear your feedback as we continue to shape what this podcast looks like in the future. Thanks again for listening. Have a blessed week. Now on to the episode. Today I have my friend Michael Upchurch with me. He is what the up? worship pastor over at Cross City North, our new satellite campus that we're launching next week, actually. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, always love what you guys are doing. Uh, with United and with uh, the Cross City Singles, man, I'm just Appreciate stoked to be a it, part man. of it. Appreciate it. Um, so, and I want to jump straight into the personal stuff because the past just even few months have been huge for you and your wife, yeah. Faith. Um, y'all just had a little baby. We did. We did. Uh, baby Lyric, Lyric Grace, uh, came on December 15th. Uh, so, yes, definitely the last month or so has just been absolute chaos, but it's been amazing. Uh, she's incredible. I mean, literally, like, seeing her for the first time yeah. just crushes you. I mean, it just melts your heart. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things where, you're like, you know, you think all the way through the pregnancy uh, with, with for Faith uh, was just incredible. Yeah, not for you. For faith. Not, not, yeah, not for me. <laughs> not for me. Uh, for Faith, it was just incredible. Um, but then the reality of seeing, you know, not just something on a screen, mm-hmm. but to be able to hold them and like hear them even cry, it's yeah. like literally the sweetest thing ever. And so just having her in our lives and uh, truly like just being able to to jump out in so many different new adventures yeah. um, with this next year coming up, it, it's just. I mean, all of this transition is happening at at once, but literally couldn't think of it a better way. So through that, I mean, because there's been, and we'll talk more about, you know, all that's been going on, but like, man, how was that for Faith? How was that for you? Like, was was there ever times where, man, that was was hard for y'all, but like, obviously the payoff worth it. But like, what was what was that season like, especially December? Yeah. So December was, I mean, I will say... Um, Brad and Brad Riley and all the worship staff and everybody that uh, even the student staff with Heather, Ben uh, and Kent and all those guys that were there, um, they truly allowed us to to step away as much as possible um, to just be, uh, you know, loving on faith, making sure we can make all the doctor visits, all that stuff. Um, We're just super incredible about all of that stuff. And so we were able to to really just hone in. um, And and for me as a husband, uh, to be able to be supportive of that and and knowing that clearly, like you said, it wasn't me that was pregnant. It wasn't me that was carrying this baby. Uh, And so for me as a husband, being able to be there for her at those doctor visits uh, and just be in the know as much as possible um, to be able to encourage her, pray for her, uh, and, and just to know what I could do uh, through the process. Because any of y'all that know, like that have had kids or are even expecting kids, like there's a point in time probably from about six months on that as a guy you feel the most helpless and worthless on the planet (laughs) yeah it's like i don't i i 
I can't do anything, yeah. and you want to so bad. But right. there's just something, um, something so amazing about being able to just even pray yeah. for her and, and love on her, and, and so uh, and pray for lyric. Even I mean, there was so many nights, like literally every night um, before we went to bed. I if it's weird, whatever. I would <laughs> lean down there to her belly and pray yeah. over baby lyric. I don't, and, I don't think it's weird. Yeah, so. Um, I would talk to her. We would sing songs and all that stuff. Well, I would sing songs to her. She would. Not sure if she was singing in there, but um, yeah, man, it, it's it's been incredible. To we were able to step away for a little while, mm-hmm. um, but then just get you know jumping right back in. Uh, like you said, with the launch, with with everything going on with the worship. So, yeah. man, that's cool. So, so you talk about that. The the busy season didn't stop in December because that was getting. Um, so, so yesterday we commissioned the the North team mm-hmm. that's going out to uh, to Byron Nelson High School. So, because y'all are launching that location next week, the twenty seventh. Yes. And so, by the way, if you guys are up in the Roanoke Trophy Club area next Sunday, uh, January twenty seventh, we are launching Cross City North, our satellite location um, in Byron Nelson High School. What time does the service start? Service will start at ten o'clock. It's at ten o'clock. So, 10 if you live over in that area, if you know anybody that lives over in that area, I promise, guys, you want to be a part of this. Um, um, Kent Wells is the campus pastor, and Michael is the worship pastor for that location. And so it's going to be a great time. You guys have probably already heard about that, but just wanted to make sure I let y'all know that. January 27th, 10 a.m., make sure you're out at Byron Nelson High School. Come hang out. If you're in that northwest Tarrant County area. Um, but so this, this is a big deal, you know, and I, we've talked to I've talked with Pam last week about just how big of a deal this is with all the things that our church is going through, launching a satellite church, especially with the church that has such a long and rich history like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is a good time to be at Cross City. Absolutely. Talk about that though, because I don't know, I don't know the full story, man. How did it come about for you being the worship pastor? Um, what's that been like? Like the the nerves? I mean, you've you've just dove in head into this, but like, just talk yeah. about the, the, what that's been like for you personally through that process of uh, being chosen as the worship pastor and then just the preparation leading up to what is now the launch. For sure. For sure. So um, really and truly uh, with the culmination of like knowing that Kent was going to be the campus pastor, um, just, you know, everything in me wanted to be able to continue to work with him, um, you know, as, as much as uh, we love being in student ministry. We love being a part of that and, and the team uh, that was here, the leaders that were here, the students that were here. Um, you know, there was there's probably three people on my on my list mm-hmm. of people that I've met for the first time and felt like I had known them my whole life. Yeah. And so, and Kent Wells was one of those guys. And, and so, when we came over here two years ago, mm-hmm. um, that was one of the things that really drew us over here was the the ability to possibly work with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, when we were able to do that and and have been for the last couple of years, um, you know, it's just created a desire to be able to continue to work with him because of just the the camaraderie we have, just the you know the um, the vision that we have, like just the way that we kind of go about doing things. Uh, y'all work, y'all work very well together. It's, I mean, yeah. it's cute, but y'all are totally the two guys that are finishing each other's sentences. For You're sure, already for sure. on the same page. Yeah, he starts to say one thing, you already know where he's going, and no vice doubt. versa. It, it, it is cool to watch you guys uh, work together. What's yeah. what's been what's the process been like getting ready for the launch? So the biggest biggest thing for us has been, you know, obviously uh, it's going to be. Everything we're going to be rolling out into that school is going to be in a trailer. 
Uh, so it's actually, it's not like, you know, it's brick and mortar, but yet everything in there uh, from guest services, like the guest central stuff yeah. to uh, the kids world. Uh, and then obviously the worship area all is coming and it's going to be housed in two seven by 24 foot trailers. And so um, with that, I mean, obviously there's setup, there's all that stuff, you know, getting your teams all aligned and, and situated. Um, but ultimately just getting all that equipment ordered, uh, getting that equipment just um, meticulously planned out where, you know, okay, I need this many extension cords and this right. many, you know, there's no cables. extra room. No, man. Like it's one of those things where it's like, Oh dang, we should, had an extra di yeah <laughs> well i guess we can run back to you know first use campus and try to get one <laughs> at 9 45 and service starts at 10 so like clearly um for me that's that's one of the things you know as soon as i was named yeah. that guy uh to be out there and be the campus worship guy um that was the thing that i took hold of the most mm -hmm. um and that really truly fell on me was you know making sure our equipment was ordered right. and it was properly um you know vetted to know what we needed Mm -hmm. and all of those things so that's been the biggest process for me and then ultimately like working with brad riley yeah. um working with the worship staff to try to start you know aligning everything that we do so right. everything that you experience here you will experience out there right. you know to the fullest and so um that's that's probably been my two biggest things that's cool man um yeah, it's. I saw some pictures from the the soft launch on the. I guess that was the thirteenth. Yeah, and man, I, honestly, like. Raymond Tucker had put like a little like time lapse of it and yep. it was cool because literally you see like oh that's a school because when I saw a bunch of the pictures during the actual service I'm like there's no way they're in that cafeteria yeah, that we yeah. were in like I've been I've been over there I've been into the cafeteria I've been yep. into the gym where they were going to do the children's and preschool stuff and I'm like there's no way that's the same room like it's so cool what you can do now it is. you know kind of just the the loading and unloading and the Absolutely. setup and tear down with these uh, these launches like in, in schools and stuff like that mm -hmm. um it looks great i mean so uh, i'm excited for y'all worship how did, how did you get into worship in the first place so worship was it's always been uh, i didn't really always get into music mm -hmm. itself like music's been a thing but um some people know my testimony i grew up wanting to go to play major league baseball um music was completely afterthought yeah. after high school after college um, and, and something that me and my brother, uh, Boschman, which is now he's on staff as well yeah, at I Cross City guy. Students. Uh, so super stoked for him. A uh, little, you know, shout out. plug. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. What up? Um, but so me and him, man, we just we just had this thing where God just started implanting, you know, some desires for us mm -hmm. to learn music, learn guitar, learn all these things. And ultimately it started out, uh, doing, <laughs> doing hardcore music, yeah. <laughs> um, which to some of you guys might completely blow your mind. Uh, could never see me doing hardcore music, yeah. but I did. Um, if you need any samples, just let me know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, we, we did hardcore music, uh, and it was 100%, you know, Christian, like we wrote all of our own stuff. Everything was originally uh, written from us. And, and the other side of that was, is we 
told everybody we were a ministry far before band. Yeah. And so a lot of that, you know, we always called ourselves just jokingly musicianaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> That's we, cool. I like that. You know, we were we were driving around the country doing some tours and stuff like that. And truly, what our uh, you know our goal was is to be able to present the gospel mm-hmm. through song. Yeah. And so um, transition, you know, about eight years, mm-hmm. I'm older and you know been married um you know just discussing what that looks like as far as kids and stuff like that coming forward um us as a group uh we were called one last soul us as a group a lot of our guys man they they started jumping in full out into like either staff positions um, at their local churches, or they were serving as oh, the, leaders. So the guys from the band yeah, were now yeah, getting yeah. plugged into like churches, local churches, yes. And so that's that's where I started going as well. Is I, I instantly started jumping into leading worship at uh, my previous church, Aurora Baptist, and, and so we started doing that. And mm-hmm. then I mean, it just naturally transitioned. Uh, God just completely orchestrated all of those things right. where. You know, it used to be something that we loved to be able to do, mm-hmm. and now it's like this is a desire right. to like to be able to like not only have people come and like join in and sing and all of those things, but now it's like let's be able to like lead mm-hmm. people to worship. Like let's not just want them to show up and hopefully they get something yeah. out of what we're writing. Yeah, no longer like, them coming to a concert that is singing Christian exactly. songs and presenting the gospel, but li- intentionally looking intentionally, out to yeah. lead them yep. as worship leaders. Yeah. That's cool. And so that that really is what, you know, sparked into uh, rolling into worship and now dude like I, I physically like I look back mm-hmm. and all I can do is kind of laugh yeah. because I'm like nobody in their mind could have told me that I would be doing you know like leading worship or even being like a campus worship pastor right. um, outside of maybe my wife yeah. my wife has had faith has had this vision in her mind that I was going to be you know out there doing pastor. the thing yeah. and, and, and so I mean hey she was right on the money right. I guess that's so. awesome man um, talk to me a little bit about that, though. So you've been doing. So how long have you been leading worship, as far as like in this capacity, as like a worship leader on a staff, or like uh, when did you start at Aurora? So I started at Aurora. Uh, I was the interim for about almost two years, mm-hmm. and so I guess technically I've been a, a worship uh, pastor, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, worship minister since probably about uh, 2012-ish. Okay. Um, so I mean, I've I've been in the mix. Uh, quite a bit, and even before that, I really I, like I wasn't on staff or anything like that. But I was pretty heavily in the student worship out there, yeah. um, pretty heavily in like a praise team, you know, like a vocal team and stuff. And so I, I've really been in the mix for about ten years, nice. but just leading. So talk to me about this for a little bit because mm-hmm. one of the things I mean, you and I talk have these conversations, and I this is the part I love about worship yeah. is just the, the the mindset that you take into worship, mm-hmm. um, things about you know like why you put certain songs on set lists and the way like the way you lead. Yeah. Man, what's your how do you approach worship? So like as as the worship pastor, yeah. you know how do you approach things like set building you know talk about the technical side of worship and i know that's a big thing that you you're very well versed in um but just give me your mindset like how do you how do you approach worship especially now as a worship pastor for sure um i would say the biggest thing for me as i kind of previously said for me as a worship pastor as someone that's you know responsible for leading someone to the throne of of god to be able to you know exhort him and, and exalt him um the biggest thing, dude, is being able to present the gospel mm-hmm. through song. Okay. Like, 
I want to take them from before the pastor has even stepped foot on the stage. I want to already be tweaking their mind and and wanting that to be like, I want the Holy Spirit to already be in the mix Mm -hmm. on, on walking them through what Jesus did, like Jesus came, like he he was a tangible, like he was a person yeah. that literally came to this earth yeah. and, and lived a sinless life. And then ultimately being able to transition them all the way through to the point where they realize that they need him. Yeah. Right. And, and that that's the thing. Like, not only did he come down, but he paid the ultimate price that we could never pay. Yeah. And that that acknowledgement for them at the end of the set, hopefully, is that they need him. Like, you're, oh, come to the altars. Like, some of those things where you just, you realize, like, okay, here is the gospel through right. four songs. And here's set. an opportunity to and respond. Exactly. And then all you do is really, you want to set the tee up for the pastor to just knock it, not just really kick the door down yeah. um, for them. And, and so uh, then that opportunity, because I, I really truly feel, and I, I was one of those people, mm-hmm. like, some people are going to get, you know, they're going to have that light switch turned on mm-hmm. through the preaching of the word. Yeah. But some of them are going to have a lyric of a song yeah. or maybe something that I interject, you know, that that just the Holy Spirit leads through me to say in between a song. Like it could be a scripture reference that pops up in between a song. Like there's so many different avenues and I believe that worship is one of those avenues that someone can come to know. Where you're preaching the, the whole lo- time through. Exactly. It's not just let's sing and yeah. tell the pastor. Yeah, and, and I mean, there is obviously the, the aspect of praise, uh, you know, and, and ultimately just worshiping, mm-hmm. um, worshiping God. But I, I really also feel like there's such, um, there's so much power in, in the praise of God's people that, you know, when you're in a room full of God's people, you're, you're uplifted. I mean, when you're singing with other believers, like there's just something about the praise of God's people, Mm -hmm. um, that can change, ultimately change lives. Well, it unites people. I mean, if you think about music, like music does so many things, like even scientifically to your Mm -hmm. mind, as far as, you know, recalling things. And, you know, it's the, you can sing a song that you haven't listened to for 10 plus years for sure, for sure, because you've, you've, you know, ascribed the, the musical aspects of it to your mind. But like, when I think about music, it's like, man, it, it unites us. We sing songs in the craziest places. Yeah. You know, you go to sporting yeah. events. And, no doubt. You know, uh, college Sweet games. Caroline. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like all of those things. Like music sure. unites people. And I think that, that just like you said, yeah. worship does that too. Like you come into all my worst days, you know, mm-hmm. coming into a, a church service. And maybe I'm there because I know I have to be there or I need to be there. Yeah. And I don't want to be there. Man, that music, like you said, it. it it redirects me. It sets me up to now yeah. hear from my pastor what sure. he had, what God's laid on his heart, you know, in the Word of God. And so, Absolutely. man, I, I love it. What talk about the technical side for a second? Because especially this past year, yeah. I think uh, you know you especially, but I've kind of gleaned from some of that. Mm-hmm. Man, you take the technical aspect of worship very seriously. For sure, for sure. Why? Why does it matter? So the biggest thing for me, and a lot of this is probably dealing with students mm-hmm. a lot of times but even adults and, and I know this for a fact that we all walk into the room with distractions mm-hmm. right and, and so my job uh, I feel like as a worship pastor is to be able to limit those distractions as much as much as possible right. so um, really and truly like the technical aspect of things I mean when that that 
pertains to the screens, the lyrics being yeah. like in time that because we've all we've all been at the service yeah, where it's man. like, oh, they missed the screen and yep, now we're yep. focused on that. Yeah, and then or it's it's the uh, oh, they're four like slides late, and then you just see them rapid fire. <laughs> you know, it's like boom, 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 and, and so it's one of those things where it's like you know instantly like like I said, they come in with distractions, whether that's you know something that happened right before they walked in, yeah. you know, or whatever. And, and truly, like, I want to limit those as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, we really and truly, I, I started diving into Ableton, yeah. running, uh, you know, we run some loops and stuff like that, clicks yeah. and uh, clicks and cues and stuff, um, just to really help, um, truly. Uh, but ultimately, to be able to to limit those distractions. That's my biggest goal uh, with all of that stuff. So we, like you said, we've, we've dove in pretty heavy, uh, pretty heavily uh, into being able to automate some slides, you know, where we can limit those distractions um, through MIDI. We've done, you know, even some of the lighting cues yeah. uh, through Ableton. So, I mean, there's just, you know, it, it's been really cool to be able to, to jump in and, and, and see what that, you know, the capabilities of that. And they, truly are like endless uh, when it comes to that it's just kind of what you have time for what you have you know the ability to kind of glean from uh youtube yeah right (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's what teaches me most (laughs) of my stuff for sure sure. um and so you got a lot of new things coming this year do you have any are you a goal setter do you have any goals for 2019 yeah man i think the biggest thing for me is obviously with north launching like i want to be able to get that established Mm -hmm. get that you know cooking uh get our worship team uh, just start to build those teams out, build yeah. that camaraderie. Um, obviously, be able to see some guests show up and walk through those sure. doors. Um, but just truly like being able to create uh, and, and continue a culture mm-hmm. that, as you said earlier, man, it's like a 115-year-old-plus church, yeah. and we get a chance to do something that it's never done. And so in that, like, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure and there's a little bit of like, hey, you know, don't screw this up kind of deal. But it's also like, man, like we we're on the forefront of something that this church is sending us out. And for me, it, dude, it's such a privilege to be able to be that guy mm-hmm. and to partner with Kent uh, in that and just to be able to go out there and truly um, be in kind of my backyard. I grew up, went to Northwest ISD. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Byron wasn't a thing when I was graduating in 04, but, you know, five or six years down the road, you know, here it is. And now, uh, you know, being able to go in there and even see some of my old classmates and friends that I know still live in the area, it, it's going to be a pretty special cool. thing. You have that personal, that personal link. Man, I'll tell you what, I don't think there's a more laid back person that I know than Michael. I hope you'll join me in praying for him and the Cross City North Launch team as they officially begin their journey this Sunday, January 27th. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. We've got a great lineup of guests coming your way, guys, so be on the lookout. Hope that you all have a great day, and we'll see you all next week.